Hey there, it's Diana. I'm talking to you today about my health journey, your health journey, why a health journey is important and why we should buy into it and why even though when things get hard, things get confusing, you know, our life is swirling around us because let's face it, life is difficult and busy and all the things, um, why it still needs to be a priority. So I'm going to speak to you guys from the heart. I started a salon three weeks ago. This actually would maybe be the start of my fourth week. And it is kicking my ass, okay? Like I'm trying to do all the clients I can to make the rent. I don't have any girls in here working yet. Plus, um, it's not even complete. Like shelves still need to go up. Uh, neon is still coming in. There's just like a lot of moving parts. And so not only am I trying to run a business, I'm trying to work within the business and I haven't been doing that for seven or eight years. And plus I have five kids at home who are, you know, I just literally got a text from one of my daughters. It's like, um, I need tampons today. I'm like you couldn't have put that on the Costco list two weeks ago, you know? So when all, when life gets bonkers, when there's plenty of time, it's easy to be like, oh, I need to schedule my facial. I need to schedule my pedicure. I need to schedule my workouts, um, especially if you can afford it. Uh, but when life gets crazy, a new job or a job, I haven't had a job in a long time, um, time evaporates. Uh, it gets really difficult. And I've been definitely experiencing that. I had an experience last week where I had three clients in a row who were long, you know, I, I specialize primarily in color, but mostly extensions. So those are long clients. And sometimes you're absorbing a lot of the energy that people have going on, which is fine. Um, that's been the job forever. Um, but I noticed I was exhausted. I was physically exhausted, but I was also emotionally exhausted. And so to take a break, I sat down in a chair away from her and I started eating snacks out of the snack basket. And I was immediately transported back to the days when that's what I did. I was overwhelmed with running several salons in two different states. If you guys don't know, I used to have salons in Georgia and in Huntington Beach at the same time, plus three little kids. And I was in a different marriage without as much support as I have now. And it was a lot for me. Plus I was doing clients and I had, I mean, I was doing way more then than I am now. Of course, I was like 35 then and now I'm 51. But I'm realizing it is the first thing to go is taking care of myself physically and mentally. My journaling has gone out the window. My exercising, I'm barely hanging on by the thread. And I'm just, I'm not doing as well taking care of myself. And I, what I wanted to do, I'm making this episode for you, for anybody out there who sometimes struggles with that. But I'm also making it for myself because I started to think about what's my why? Why is it that I'm lifting weights three days a week? Why is it that I'm getting up early? Why is it that I'm taking off my makeup at night and taking really good care of my teeth? The, the reason I'm doing all this isn't because I'm looking to get my bikini body uh, for next month. It's because I am aging and I've gone through having um, a hip tear. I've gone through having shoulder issues. I've gone through talking with the orthopedist about whether or not I need to actually have a surgery or if I can just ice it and heat it and be okay with it. So there's been, I've been through the ringer with my body and I know good and well that if I take care of it, uh, my body will respond and take care of me. 
So that is my why. I want to feel good. I want to be able to lift my baby. I want to be able to lift the groceries. I want to be able to show up for my life in the fullest way possible. And the only way that I can do that is by buying into this thing. But the problem with it is, is that it's fucking hard. Sorry for cussing, but I mean, getting up in the morning three days a week and lifting weights before I pack a lunch, make the bed, get the kid to school, do clients, go and pick her up. It's a lot to get up and do that. And I feel like one of the ways that is one of the best ways to continue doing that is to constantly praise yourself while you're lifting the weights, after you're lifting the weights, while you're recovering, before you go, instead of that self-talk where you're like, oh, this is so hard. Oh, I'm not doing as good as I did the other day. It's just got to be constantly positive self-talk. I'm so proud of you. Look at what you're doing. Look at what you're accomplishing. Looking how you're sh- look at how you're showing up for yourself. Look at how you're protecting the matriarch of your family. Like, let's face it, I am the mom. I am the tampon getter. I am the uh, food planner. I am the grocery store goer. So I have to protect me. And in order to do that, that can't be, I have to come up with a better plan than going down the road that I was before. So for you, that might be like, You've taken on a new job and you still haven't quite figured out how to keep those plates in the air, balance your kids' sports, um, showing up the way that you want to. And it might be just something where you need to like take a few steps back, give yourself an extra 15 minutes somewhere in the day to just journal about how could I make this choice that I'm making a little bit different and it's going to make it a little bit easier for me down the road. So for what I did, for for me, I was like, okay, here I am sitting here grinding on my third kind bar and juggling down coffee at three. This is how I used to be. This is why I carried extra weight. This is why things were harder. This is why I had a hip injury. This is why my feet hurt, my shoulders burned, and it was very hard for me to get through an eight-hour day hairdressing. I was not taking care of myself. I was using food as comfort instead of fuel. And I was poisoning myself by eating too much of it. So recognizing that and just saying, okay, that's okay. That's okay. I did that. What is going to be my next best step for the next time I'm overwhelmed and maybe I'm hungry. Maybe I have one kind bar and I walk around the mall and I get out. I mean, I can literally see the ocean from my station. So maybe I walk out towards the ocean and take a few deep breaths and recenter myself. There's lots of different ways to cope with these big emotions that we go through. And it doesn't always have to be um, something that's detrimental to us, something that um, ultimately doesn't get us towards the way that we want to feel. I think sometimes we look at people's fitness journeys, whether we're looking it up on social media, or maybe you see that lady who works in your office who seems to have had this overnight transformation and we make it into things being a lot easier for everyone else than it is for us. And I think the truth is for the large majority of people, uh, fitness, weight maintenance, even mental health, those things are big, important issues because if you don't have those things, you can have all the money in the world. But if you don't have mobility as you age, if you're not healthy as you age, it's really, really a difficult life, right? So We can all agree that taking care of your physical body and your mental body are important, but I think sometimes we make it into, oh, it's easier for her. Somehow it's easier for her. And it's just, it's not true. That's not the truth. People who 
are fit and having like that situation in their lives where like things are going really well for them fitness wise, they're working for it. Being really honest with ourselves is so key. So me admitting, okay, the reason that I used to weigh 260 pounds was because I would overabsorb too much information in my job because I didn't put up good boundaries. I worked way too many hours. I didn't give myself enough mental or physical breaks. And the way that I would cope with it wasn't drugs, wasn't drinking, it was food and a lot of it. And that's why I carried an extra 80 to 100 pounds on my frame was because that was my coping mechanism. So instead of using something to cope with the problem, what I'm trying to do is recognize the root origin problem, which was that I was taking in too much emotional baggage from clients and I was working too many hours for my physical body and fixing that rather than using a Band-Aid to try and fix it with food. And that's a, like that's kind of a hard thing to get honest with, you know, like, you know, if you're in a, you know, I've been in a lot of different situations, but like, I, I remember being an assistant in a salon, my first salon, and they were so mean. They were just such not, not nice people. I've always been a tall, big person. I'm what they call big boned. I have size 11 feet, wide shoulders. I'm big and strong. And I'm tell you what, at 51 years old, I love this freaking body. And I'm so grateful for how big and strong it is. But at that age, it was no fun to always be the tallest girl, to always be the biggest girl, to always have, you know, I back in those days in the 90s, people felt free to be like, what size shoe do you have? What size pants do you wear? Like they were just rude, right? So what I would do to cope with that, because I didn't really have a way to cope with it, I felt big and I felt awkward and I felt unaccepted, was that I would go into the break room where they had bagels. Every day they had a bagel service. They would bring in bagels and like really soft, yummy cream cheese. And I would freaking tear off a piece of bagel, shove it down my throat and eat it. And I would eat it all day. Well, what does a bagel do? They're delicious, by the way. I could eat freaking bagels all the time, but a bagel constipates you. A bagel bloats you. A bagel makes you gassy. A bagel makes you <laughs> so many things. And when you eat four or five in a day, it makes you gain a lot of weight. And that was my coping mechanism. And I gained a lot of weight, stuffing down my feelings of feeling bad and unaccepted. So it's hard, you know, it's easy to look back 30 years ago and realize, oh, that's what was going on. But at the time, I didn't really understand. I knew I just felt sad and I didn't really know how to cope with it. So that's one of the great things about getting older is that we do know how to cope with our emotions a little bit better and to be able to come up with a contingency plan for when big emotions do come up. How are we going to respond? Because you know what? The bagels didn't really help. What helped was getting my skill set. And pulling myself up by the bootstraps and then telling them to suck rocks. And I went and got my own chair and took clients who loved me and were nice to me and kind to me. And I made a better working experience. And I had a better eight or 10 hour day than I did when I was being made fun of or ridiculed for my physical body. So I feel like I kind of meandered all throughout this. So I'm going to recap the main points of this episode, which I feel like if you find yourself in a situation where things are kind of going off course and maybe you're backsliding, refocus. What is your why for what you're trying to work on? What is the reason that you worked so hard? 
And I know for me, it's because I want to feel good. I want to be able to work and feel good. I want to be able to play. I want to be able to do things with my husband. I have a baby that I had late in life and I want to be able to get on the floor and chase her and do fun, funny things. And I just, I want to age well. It feels good. I feel good. And I want that. And that's my why. Everybody's why could be different. You could have a different why. You could be at the stage where you're like, oh, because I want less cellulite or I, I want to look a specific way in a certain bikini or whatever. Whatever your why is, whatever your motivating factor is, refocus on that. Maybe take some time to journal about it. I know for me, praising myself works way, way better than talking shitty to myself. So a lot of times when I'm at a workout at the gym and I'm really struggling, I will just be like, man, you're kicking ass. Look at how much you're lifting. I'm so proud of you. Even, even that you walk through the doors of this place with some of these athletes are very elite. I'm very proud of myself for showing up because I know when I was a kid, I was always embarrassed to go to the gym. And now I just feel like I completely belong at the gym because I've been going and I do belong. Everyone belongs there. Another thing that I went over was that you could reduce uh, what what can you look at and realistically reduce your stress. Like I said before, I just opened the salon. It's kicking my butt. But realistically, it's not going to all get done in one day or one week. So do what I can through the week and reclaim some of my balance. I really had to do that. Okay, I'm cutting this day off. I'm going to go pick up my baby. I'm going to go to the park and do some of those things that I was doing before I had the salon open. See what you can reclaim, what kind of normalcy you can reclaim, what kind of workout schedule you can reclaim, and how you can take care of yourself and show up, not only just for your family, but also for yourself. And then when things go nuts, as they will, and you feel that you've backslid, um, or you feel like those old triggers are popping up, those old scary things, those old insecurities... And if you are like me and you used to cope with food, note it, don't be hard on yourself about it. When you sit down with the kind bars like I did and eat three of them in a row and the roof of your mouth is cut open and hurting and you're like, okay, this is what I do. Just say, okay, this is what I do. Noted. I'm going to try and do something different next time. What is my plan for next time? My plan, I'm going to walk around this mall. I'm going to take some deep breaths by the ocean. What's your plan going to be? So think about these things and let me know, let me know, reach out and let me know if any of these tips work for you, because I feel like every time I get someone who reaches out to me and they're like, Hey, I listened to your episode number, blah, blah, blah. And it really helped me with X, Y, and Z. I just, that's why I make these episodes. I know I am, I am no ongoing professional in this area. I'm no trained professional. I'm just a woman who's gone through weight maintenance for years, and I feel like I finally found something that is working for me. And um, I know it just, it feels good. It feels good to know that I'm taking care of myself. And I mean, I guess I could go out and get hit by a bus today, but right now I'm doing my best to take care of myself and show up for my life. And it, it feels good to be able to say that I'm doing that. I hope that this episode hits somebody, um, reminds somebody, makes somebody get a light bulb moment where they look up into the clouds and go, hmm, that's true. I was feeling a certain way four or five months ago that was way better. And now I want to, you know, now I want to uh, engage back into my life. So I hope that this helps and I hope that you have a great rest of your day. Thanks for listening. 